do it even with it off. Alrighty, welcome back everybody to the Turn Left Podcast, episode 77. Um, this episode is sponsored by Sarah K. Speed Shots and On Point Woodworks. Um, tonight we have a very special guest for you. He's a late model champion, has a quickly growing YouTube channel. Um, everybody knows who, him, who he is. Air Doug, everybody. At least I say everybody knows who he is. <laughs> um, thanks for joining me, dude. I really appreciate yeah, it. Man. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Um, all right, so first off, I want to talk about your YouTube channel, just because I'm a huge fan. I just found out about it a couple weeks ago, but you've been doing it for, what, a year or two now? Well, you know, I always kind of made some, like, gaming videos back in the day, and then I always wanted to get into racing videos. And we had my buddy come around with a camera back in 2019, and I had footage, but I didn't really know what to do with it. And, you know, before the season started, I was making videos with that footage, you know, kind of doing like some story videos, like, you know, this stuff happened then. We talked all about it. We had some like really wild stuff happen back in 2019, and we had a camera there for it. Yeah. And I kept saying, I'm going to give everybody like a behind the scenes look because not a lot of people, you know, know what it looks like in the pits at the track. So I thought it would be cool to kind of vlog that experience. And then really, <laughs> they aren't vlogs anymore. It's more of, you know, a really heavily edited video that kind of, is, you know, we crack jokes the entire time. We mess around on the radio and we just have a good time. So it's not so much a behind the scenes thing anymore, but it's really been something that I've been looking to do for a long time. So to pull it off the way that we are right now is a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I think uh, it's well received. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun watching them. I've been watching them like literally nonstop for the past couple weeks. And <laughs> dude, the editing and stuff is so impressive. Do you do all that yourself? Are I do. you the so producer and we everything? Just, yeah, we were just talking about this off air, but my buddy Wyatt, he films for me uh, weekly. And then this this week he's not with me. I have my buddy Justin doing it. Uh, but once we get back, Sunday to Tuesday, that is dedicated to the video. So probably about like six hours is going over all the video, like the footage itself. I watch every single clip that we take, whether it be a transition or the race and the, you know, the good parts. And then, uh, and then it's time to edit. And it's a lot easier if you have a song that you want to go to. You can you know mess around with the transitions to the song if you know it. But, I mean, a lot of times it's like it's a good 12 to 15 hours of editing before. Per video. Yeah, before you're even ready to render. Well, that was actually another one of my questions, and I want everybody to understand this, because when I watch it, I've tried to do some video editing and stuff like that. I've never really had software, and I'll ask you about that. But um, So I have a whole new respect or a whole different respect for how hard it is and how many hours it took. So I was going to ask you how many hours you put into each video, but I don't think a lot of people realize that, because when they're watching that stuff and they're not a creator at all, they just are like, oh, that, that's such a cool video, you know? And they yeah. see it in 11 minutes. They're like, oh, it might have taken them a half hour to make. Yeah. But they don't realize that, you know, the 11 or 12-minute video, like you said, takes 11 or 12 hours, sometimes more, 15. Yeah. Um, and is that pretty much – do you have a regular job or do you – are you a student? I don't even know how old you are. I'm or 23. Do you, okay. Um, so are you a student or do you do pretty much racing in that for your full-time? So – uh, my family owns a paving company, so that's why okay. Barnes Paving is normally on the car. Like uh, that's what I do, week in, week out, and I, I, you know, work there, and that's how we pay for everything. But recently, recently we got Jones Junction on the car, so now they're paying for everything. But this summer, I uh, decided to focus on like my stocks yeah. a lot more and like day trading and you know some crypto stuff. So I actually moved to Ocean City, Maryland. So now I live like on the beach, and nice. so you know the beauty of stocks is I had the freedom to create my own schedule. So that's how I'm able to do Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, just this. And I mean, it, it works out really well, but it's a, it's a You're good a time. You're a busy guy. Yeah. <laughs> busy guy. Um, no, I'm a huge fan, man. I, I, like I said, have a whole respect for your channel and, uh, I can tell just from the level of content you're producing, I think it's going to be growing really quickly. I hope um, so. And shout out to Dinah for sharing that post that <laughs> yeah, got me into you, it. I don't know. <laughs> I missed it before that. But, um, but yeah, either way, I'm a huge fan. What started off your racing career? Like, what did your dad used to race? How did you even get into it? Uh, I'm first generation. Uh, I think my dad was just a NASCAR fan in the 90s. And then I kind of grew up watching, uh, you know, early 2000s NASCAR. I was born in 97, but I was watching NASCAR from, like, the day I was born. 
And we used to have these uh, little power wheel cars. And my brother had a dump truck and I had a NASCAR. And so we, we had a concrete pad in our uh, driveway and we'd set cones up and we'd just run in circles all night. And then, you know, back then they used to run, uh, I think it was Infineon, it's Sonoma now, uh, and Watkins Glen. So we'd do two road courses throughout a month and that would be our schedule. And then one day when I was six, my dad brought back a go-kart and he's like, hey, you want to, you know, run this up at a track called Sandy Hook Speedway right by my house? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we did that. How old were you at that time? I was six when he got it. I turned seven because we went racing in March. My birthday's in December. Um, so I, I just turned seven. I was in like the kid division. And, you know, I went out there and I was doing good. And then the next year you get to compete. So I did that and I won some races. And before you know it, we were at like a national level. And then we were just constantly going through everything like that. But you started in go-karts and really you yeah. were good at that. And that kind of progressed yeah, yeah, you. And yeah. I saw you race trucks for a while too. I did. I ran uh, super trucks at Hickory. And uh, that was a lot of fun Where's Hickory? Hickory Motor Speedway. Uh, it's in uh, Hickory, North Carolina. So That's a long drive. You're from Maryland? <laughs> well, yes, I, I am from Maryland. But we did live down there for a oh, while okay. because okay. that was actually a lot of fun back then because I would race uh, test Friday, race Saturday, have Sunday off, go to the summer shootout Monday, Tuesday, work on the cars for the rest of the week, and then you know do it again. That was like a 12-week thing probably or nine-week thing. But Wow. It's a lot of racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're still doing a lot of racing. You said today you yeah. started testing at 1 p.m. Yeah. yeah we well, nobody knows this is pre-recorded. <laughs> it's uh, almost 10 p.m. right now. You just yes. got here. Granted, it was an hour away, but that's eight hours of testing. Yeah, yeah, good. A good eight hours. It was, a, it was a good day. It was a lot of fun. Anytime you get to be in a race car, is a good day. So It's hot in there, though. I had to get the AC going for you. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, are you going to put it on him tomorrow? I think so. Um, you know, we are really dealing with a motor – that had no business being in our car. It was, we rebuilt it twice. And finally, after this past, the past race three weeks ago, we're like, okay, we're done messing with this thing. We're just getting killed up out of the corner. And, uh, you know, it looked like we were running a limited against the late miles. We were still finishing good, but it was just because of some late race restarts. And that was about it. And it was so frustrating, especially, you know, making videos and stuff. Cause I'm like, you know, we're going to be okay in this second race. And then like, I'm staying positive, but deep down I'm like, this motor is just like restricting me so much so we got a new rear end a new transmission a new motor it's basically a brand new car that we brought to the track and you know we, we hit the track for probably about three hours like like bottoming oh, boy, out yeah. <laughs> and then Doug's like if i don't win this race <laughs> yeah. this weekend i'm not gonna get that many views yeah. on youtube dude like yeah well the problem i i'd said it at the end of my second video and you know this is a side note, but my videos are way better now than they were when I first started. And, you know, it kind of sucks in a way. Your because... first one was better than my last one. <laughs> well, they're all know, pretty good. From... I've watched them all now. I was yeah. just preparing for this week and they're mm -hmm. entertaining. So I wasn't yeah. like trudging but, through it. You know, you know the, like... the editing and everything else. Like I've learned a lot as I went, but I won the first two races. So it's like I didn't have all that editing experience. And then I won the races. And now I'm not – I don't have – you know, the finishes that I want for the editing style that I have. Cause now it's, you know, the first couple races, if I had the radio recordings, they would have been so much fun to add to the video. But of course, you know, I didn't know how to record radios back then. And then, you know, we won. I don't want to say we peaked cause we're going to, uh, we're going to win soon, <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> you won earlier this year. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was I'm saying like peak then, then. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, and yeah, I don't even know how you do do the recording of the, I, what is it like a capture card almost like that? It's a little, you know, I'm going to have to figure it out because I'm pretty sure it broke today when we were practicing. <laughs> so I think what I might do is I might take an extra radio and grab my phone and record it inside the trailer. I'll okay. put it in a box or something, try and reduce the sound as much as possible. But it's a it's a little like handheld Sony thing. And you I just take an aux from one of the extra radios. And I plug it directly into that. And then, okay. you know. I gotta... Oh, yeah. I know technical issues, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm all over them uh, over yeah. here. Yeah. I could uh, cry you a river. Um <laughs> All right, so we got into that. And then once you got into – because in my opinion, transitioning from go-karts to real race cars is a big jump. Yeah. Um, even though a lot of people do it, and a lot of people do it successfully. So when you got into the trucks, was there any transition struggles there? And then also, I mean, now you're racing – you're competing against Peyton Sellers. I mean, it's insane, yeah. you know, the cars that you're in now. So was, is there always – every time you transfer cars, is there always a huge – or do you learn it really mm -hmm. fast? Because obviously well, you're a good driver. 
it's actually funny because, like I said, I did legend cars. So that was in between oh, yeah, the yeah, go-karts, yeah. the trucks. My so bad. trucks and late models are easy compared to that. The yeah. only difference with, with this stuff is, I mean, obviously outside of the size, is the tire conservation. Because, you know, when you run a legend car, you just go. You just Hammer go. down. You, yeah. Because they have radials and the tires stay cooler yeah, longer. Yeah. And then you run those tires for like, you know, five, six races throughout the season before you ever get another set. Angle and, shaved and everything. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And... So getting into a truck, even though a truck was only like a 35-lap race, you know, the first race I went out there, I set the world on fire for the first couple of laps, and then, you know, I was in fifth place after, you know, being up in the top two for most of the race. So I had to – I got a hard lesson about saving tires. And then also my first season in late miles, we went down to uh, Myrtle Beach, and that place is a tire eater. It's like racing on rocks pretty much. So, you know, that was the biggest thing. But car control-wise, the – throttle down pretty much they got a lot of grip everywhere you go maybe florence is the only place i've been to that you can't really get back to the gas that hard yeah but still like did you ever drive at Southside speedway i haven't no you did have you ever attended a race or anything seen videos no, at least? no i've never been down there they closed didn't they mm-hmm. yeah yeah um because you definitely can't get back in the gas there yeah I've you know been, what i mean it's such a tight i've seen i've seen the track before like it's a on tiny bull ring yeah you know, three tenths uh, of a mile. We were talking about Dinah, uh, her husband Willie. Yes, I saw him put something on Facebook the other day, and it's true about like everybody starts talking about a track once it's gone. Yeah, and you know everybody needs to really push to support the local short tracks and stuff. So, in the next video, I'm kind of like trying to put stuff in there, like you know, make sure you get out here and stuff, because I think it's a a big problem. Because you know NASCAR doesn't really do too much to you know help out the tracks yes to my, to my knowledge at well least. one thing nascar wouldn't nascar sanctioned i mean southside speedway sorry southside speedway wasn't nascar sanctioned okay it was a Bay backyard track two it was doing pretty well the car counts and the modifieds and the grand stocks were down mm. in 2018 it's last year i mean 2019 um and i love willie and i love dinah but and i most i do agree with his post the only thing when it pertains to southside it was doing great up until COVID happened, and then they decided not to open, even though Dominion did. Dominion mm-hmm. took the hit. A couple of the tracks decided to stay open with no fans and take the hit. Southside Speedway, being a family-owned, I don't think they could take that hit or didn't want to. Yeah. Um, so they closed literally mostly due to COVID. Granted, they could have reopened this year, but I think that once they took a whole year off and realized how nice it was to, I guess, not have to work, I don't know. I mean, it's a lucrative <laughs> piece of land that it's sitting on. The county's mm-hmm. thinking about buying it for $5 million. Oh, wow. So, well, and it was um, inherited too. The current owners weren't. It's the daughter of the know, original owner. It, it, it's she's not an older like lady. They, yeah. So she's just kind of over it. Yeah. Which is understandable, but as far as it not getting the support from the drivers or the fans, I don't think that statement is true um, because up until they never opened, which. You, you can blame Corona, whatever you want on that. It was still. You can go to the U car races. We had like more cars than dominion in the u car races we had you know sometimes 15 20 20 plus late models um at Southside. a little bit different rules package but yeah um there was good car counts in some of the classes and there was plenty of people in the stands so i think it's mostly due to the COVID stuff but i'm, I'm rambling on now but i agree you do need to support the tracks because there was a period that i went through where i would track bash and stuff like that just i don't even know why i was just yeah. you know an angry kid or whatever <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I didn't, like I said, I, the only thing I ever knew about Southside Speedway was the name and what it looked like, so I wasn't sure of that. Was but such I a cool know track. with Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach was NASCAR sanctioned, but, you know, every time that I raced there, there's like 10 people. Really? So Yeah, yeah I heard about that, job. and that closed down. Everybody was sad about that, too, but um, did you ever race there? At Myrtle Beach? Yeah, I raced there a lot. Yeah. I raced uh, before the, what's it called? the Cars Tour became the Cars Tour. It was the Pro Cup Series. I ran the Pro Cup Series there. And then I ran the Myrtle Beach 400 a few times, and then I also ran the limited, the limited race, whatever that would be yeah, yeah. prior. So, um, so you're from Maryland right now. You said you used to live in North Carolina for a short stint. Where did you grow up? Like where did in where Maryland. were you go karting? Okay, in Maryland. Yeah, and then we once we got into Legend Cars, and I was just you know we were staying at a hotel five days a week. So, you know we we got a house down there. So your family essentially moved because for your Legends career. Kind of uh, to better your racing career. Well, it wasn't. Yes, yeah, for that. But it wasn't just for like legend cars. When I started doing the trucks and late models, and it was a five day a week thing. Yeah, and, you know, because we worked on the legend cars ourselves, so we 
you know, had to beat it. We couldn't just take it back and then have a day to work on it and then take it all the way back. You know, we needed time. So yeah. we're going to stay with somebody or get a house. And we chose the house direction and wish we would have chose a house with, that had like a air conditioned garage. <laughs> There's a lot of hot days in that garage, but so y'all mostly you did the, your setups on the, the legends cars and back to the motor issues you've been having who works on the car mostly where does it stay do you have a team obviously you do have a team but is it kind of like david callahan where it's him and his dad or is it a little bit higher so that? yeah it's i really i don't see the car like i kind of it's it's stationed in north carolina with chase Pistone. he does all the stuff okay because now it's at the point where you know i i talked about moving to the beach but this is like two months ago and it'll go back to this in, in another two months when i go back home but I'm at the position where I can't be gone for that long anymore because uh-huh. I'm a big part of like the sales when it comes to like our company. So you know, if you don't sell stuff, you don't race. Yes. So everybody has their own ways of you know getting to the track, and I, I would really love to. I feel like I don't know as much about the cars as I could, but you got to do what you do a lot to of stay in the seat. Yeah. So you know, people say their own stuff like, "Oh, you show up and race," but I mean, you got to pay for it. So you got to do what you got to do. I mean, yeah, that's. That's more common than not yeah, nowadays. I think so. Even my last couple of years of racing, um, up until last year in mini stock and stuff like that, I raced for somebody else, and mm-hmm. I didn't do. I used to keep it here, but that was about it. If yeah. I wrecked it or something bad happened mechanically or something, you know, I would literally take it to the car owner shop, uh, butt out, and he would, you know, fix it there or whatever. I would maybe I would change tires and stuff, but yeah, I wouldn't get insane. And I kind of know, I mean, I did street stock and grand stock on my own for a while. So, I mean, I kind of know what's up, but it was once I had kids and stuff like that. So it was like, I didn't have the time to be working on it. So yeah. I was that fortunate too. And trust me, it's still, it doesn't really like change anything. You know, a lot of people, I guess, will judge you. I, I wouldn't have never judged you. I mean, a lot of the guys mm-hmm. at, at your level, I mean, how many of the guys are really yeah, working there's on there's not the too many guys like, turning a wrench at this level. Yeah. Maybe but, Davey Callahan. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. And, uh. Honestly, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head because a, a lot of guys are, you know, and that's who they show your, up and test. What's that? That's who builds your chassis down there too? Uh, no, uh, Forrest Reynolds. He builds our chassis. Okay. So we, we actually just got uh, – we got Philip Morris's old car, uh, old car, new car. Um, so we're going to be running that next weekend in the South Boston 200. So that will be the first race that I run in his car. So that's another Reynolds chassis. Um, you do travel kind of a lot. What's your favorite track to race at? Well, I really like Dominion, but um, I was a huge fan of Myrtle Beach, and I guess I can't really say that's my favorite place to race. That was my favorite place to race at, but you know, now Dominion's a really fun track, and I have a lot of experience there, so it's fun going there. But Myrtle Beach was a a really tough track. Like you know, there was nothing easy about that because the one year for the four hundred, I was fastest in final practice. And I hit a rumble strip I didn't even know existed down at the bottom of the wall. In turns three and four, I qualified 43rd. We didn't even attempt to run the B-Man. We just left. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, But other than those types of races, they didn't have the greatest car count, you said? I don't know. I didn't go there on, on local races. I went there for the big races. I, I meant as far as like the – we were talking about people in the stands. Oh, So okay. there was never anybody there. Oh, like, you know, everybody sat up at the top row, and there might have been 20 to 30 people there. Jeez. I know. It was rough. And isn't it pretty populated where that's at? It's or in no? Myrtle Beach. There's a lot of stuff to do there. So, you know, people going there on vacation, I'm not too sure if they would want to go to a racetrack. I guess. Yeah. I would. <laughs> if yeah, I, I, would know, I would dude. go down there. But... Pretty ideal to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Made me want to take a trip from Myrtle Beach all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, so Myrtle Beach, if you had to pick a new one, I guess Dominion would be your new favorite. Yeah, Dominion or Southern National. Southern National is another fun track too. Yeah, yeah, you well, you've raced quite a few tracks, I guess. What are your, how do you run at Sobo? Have you been there? Nope, never been there. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty so, similar to uh, yeah. Dominion, they, that's what they said. It's like a narrower version. They got a lot of grip there. Um, so I was going to be going there on Sunday. We were, were going to bring both cars, and we were just going to go directly to South Boston after. Um, but I think we're pushing that back. I think I'm going to go to North Carolina after we're done this race and I'm going to go with the team to South Boston. Then they're going to go back, work on it and I'm going to go home and then I'll come back on Friday. We'll test again and then we'll race on Saturday. Wow. So it's going to be a lot of driving this week. Yeah. Do you hate driving outside of a race car? (laughs) I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Um, 
usually I can put it on a podcast and kind of just like it sounds bad, but you know, zone out and just yeah. you know, time goes by. That's all. What do you listen to a lot of podcasts? I guess then since yeah. you do a lot of driving, mm-hmm. mostly what kind? Comedy or um, business? I listen to a lot of the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. That's a it's a good one. Yeah, one listen. of the best, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I why he's one of the lot. biggest. Uh, yeah, that one's great. There's so many, and there's so many. I know. Are you a yeah. big UFC fan? I really was until I started watching. You know, I would watch some of the bigger fights, like if Conor McGregor fought or something like that. Yeah. But now I find myself watching every UFC. Really? Even if I'm not racing, yeah, I'll be watching it. So Really? I mean, I, I couldn't tell you like any moves or anything like that, but I just know I just like seeing people hurt yeah, each other. Yeah, you're not saying you so, can fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, they're doing stuff that I, I would never dream of doing. So. Yeah, you're not practicing head kicks out in the <laughs> no. garage or anything like that. Nah. <laughs> Unless you get a Tyler Hughes little uh, bag out there or something like that. Yeah. Sorry for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, so that's essentially where you got the name, obviously, Air Doug. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're probably going to get blocked for saying that. but Really? I'll probably we'll get blocked for having you on, huh? Yeah, probably. I like the shirt, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get one as soon as you get more. Well, this, yeah. Well, these aren't mine. Somebody made this. this really? Is, yeah. Do you see what it says? Say oh, yeah. I see yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I know. I, I got on. <laughs> so I, to, uh, so awesome. I got so. you on uh, Twitter in the past couple weeks, ever since I, we scheduled this episode. Yeah. And I followed you on Twitter, and I started reading, like, uh, you and the the guy in the uh, Xfinity series or whatever, oh, like Myatt? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Myatt came from that my guy. head. Yeah, oh, he's a fruity guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Myatt came from my head back when when, when happened. it happened. It was like, well, well, we'll go through the incident in a minute. But you know, when I got on Twitter, and I was going home. Myatt was just making all sorts of tweets. It might have only been two. It was probably two, but you know, That's a it lot. Was blown, yeah, it was blowing up my mentions yeah. for like a verified guy, and <laughs> I knew Myatt. From back in the day when I used to race legend cars, but we never raced each other. He was in semi pro, I was in young lines. He's older than me. Yeah. And I think he's older than me. He was, he was a higher class either way. Um, and he's like, some people never change. And he was talking about that. like my racing style, like in a different tweet. I'm like, how do you know what I race like? One, the only time that we had ever talked to, to each other, if, if we ever talked to each other, it would have been at like a driver's meeting. I've never had a run in with him, I never had any issues with him. Yeah. And really, in Legend Cars, like I said, we did did all of our own stuff. So we didn't even know that everybody in Legend Cars runs traction control until after we were out of Legend Cars. So, you know, I was always like a 10th place. I didn't know place. that either. Yeah, well, yeah, the summer shootout, it's like that. What a bunch of – yeah. I'm not going to say it. Uh, yeah. But, you know, so I was always like a 10th place car. I was never really running for wins. So I didn't get into it that much with people. You know, nobody cares about you when you're running back yeah. there. So, so for him to come at me like that, I'm like, man, what a clown. So do you uh, – What's the guy that owns Barstool Sports? Uh, Dave. Dave Portnoy. Yeah, so yes. you know how he has enemies, and he has like the the wine or champagne glasses yes. with enemies' names on it. And once they, yes, he can't. Yeah. He celebrates when they, you know, mess up. Yep. So Myatt messed up, and I was the first one to jump on it. I don't even follow him. Luckily, somebody uh, retweeted it, and I saw it. And I'm like, all right, I've been wait, I've been waiting for What's this. What's his one. name? Myatt. Myatt Snyder. Myatt. Myatt. Yeah. What kind of name? Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's a, he's Marty Snyder's son, the reporter. Okay. So if that tells you how he's in the experience. I'm, I'm cool with Marty, but Myatt is a goofy name. Um, yeah, he's a goofy guy. So, And you pretty much retweet. He, long story short, Myatt made a uh, <laughs> a non-PC joke apparently on Twitter. We don't even know what it is. But I, he, could, I could tell you what it is. It, it's it's not bad. Really, look, I under, I don't like Myatt, but I – You don't actually think just, he should It was just bad luck. It was bad. So look, so this, this kid, Daniel Dye – um, he, he's sponsored by, uh, some sort of, you know, raise awareness for suiciders, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And Gosh. he quoted it cause he was talking about how Daniel die is, um, getting more Arca rides this year. So he said, that's really to die for. And he spelled die as his last name. Well, you know, die and suicide aren't going together too well. I mean, it's a mistake, but you know, like I said, hey, I'm going to your the, name to Logan Paul, baby. <laughs> I'm going to be the first one to jump on it when that happens. Oh so. yeah. Especially when he's making an apology tweet, and then mm-hmm. pretty much what you did was I, you used the exact yeah. same verbiage that he used towards you, but yep. entered his name into it and said, "I hope you perma ban him." Blah blah yep. blah. That's what he said about you when everything happened. Exactly. I, re- I replied to my tweet just in case people didn't remember. I put the exact screenshot of what he said That's to me, all. so That's I all. kept I kept the receipts. I'm not very good at Twitter. I'm a boomer, so <laughs> it took me a second, but I found it eventually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, that was awesome. Once I understood the joke, I was like, that's hilarious. And you do have a pretty big Twitter, too. Like, I have like nine followers on Twitter. I don't understand how to build my Twitter up, but. Well, I, I gained a good bit from that incident last year. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been on Twitter for a long time, so a lot of them are like, you know, people I know from home. Yeah. 
then you know if race 22 shouts you out if they're covering a race you usually gain some followers during that too so they never shout me out uh <laughs> and same with uh your youtube did that because you were doing gaming and stuff before you did air dog yeah you i used name? to be big into uh csgo so like when i was you in know college it's a it's a fps and it, you know it's it's fun and I was really big into it for a while, and I used to do like tournaments and stuff like that. I travel around doing it. Because you're big, yeah. Yeah, so I used to do it like when I wasn't racing, because I I was in school, so I was just having a good time playing some video games. And I got good at it, so I started trying to win some money. Back then, tournaments used to be for fifteen Bitcoin, and <laughs> I never won. It. I wasn't that good back <laughs> then, but you know. That would be a little chunk of change now, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be definitely in the truck series or something right now if I won one of them tournaments. But what's your is that your eventual goal to end up in the truck series or the ARCA or something like that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, it's the, hard to say. The goal would, you know, obviously it'd be like the running the cup series. That's what well, obviously, wants, yeah, yeah, but I meant there first, like as a next step. Yeah, probably trucks or ARCA and KN, whatever that's going to become, something like that. Um, I don't know. It really depends on funding because I could be there now. Like we, we're not as funded as like Peyton Sellers is, but you know we're a good funded late model team. Like we we spend a good amount. Of, like we got two brand new cars right now, just sitting there ready to go. Yeah. And so we're we're funded. That's not a problem. But you know, I'm competitive. I want to race for wins. I don't want to go to the truck series and run 15th every week. I, yeah. I almost feel, I can't say this from experience because obviously I haven't done it, but I feel like those guys. Um, that go up there and they run around in the back. It's you know at some point you got to lose that competitive drive, right? Because if you you know go halfway across the country knowing you're not going to win, you can't. You're not going to have the same drive. You're just doing that. it to be saying that you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, good for you. You're verified on Twitter. You got you got a uh, you know you're in the top series. You get some TV time. That's good. You're probably making money from it. If I mean, if your parents aren't paying for it, like the 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 one guy that I can think of that really like works his tail off is Spencer Boyd, like that. He he is a hard worker. That man sells sponsorship like I don't know. Like he's he's really good at it and you know, he's one of the hardest working guys in the top three series, but you know, he's not in the equipment to go out there and compete for wins, but that dude's just as hungry to get sponsorship as anybody else is to win. But Yeah, um So, I mean, yeah, I guess the the progression through the sport is so strange too because some people go right into the Xfinity series, some people go into the truck series and do well, some people go into the truck series and don't do anything. And I guess it does have a lot to do with what you're saying, like funding and stuff like that. Have you ever had somebody reach out and like offer you a ride at all, or maybe even a subpar ride that you're like, eh, I'd rather not because I don't want to um, mess up your you know name or whatever. You know what I mean? You don't want to go out there and underperform and then everybody says, oh, Doug sucks. I think I'm I'm close enough with people around me that they would understand. Like if I if I took a truck ride and I ran out the, I ran around twentieth. Yeah. Like they'd be hey good for you. you oh, because that's yeah. why I you know I have buddies that are in the truck series and you know they know they're not gonna win. I know that they're not gonna win. I still support them. I'm like yes. yeah man go out there go outperform your equipment. If you're a twenty fifth car finish twentieth. Like do good. Like people will recognize if you finish better than what your equipment is worth. Yes. Um, but the only time I can think of is actually with Spencer. Uh, they he was out with a back injury last year, and they talked about possibly putting me in the truck in Martinsville. And when I say put in the truck, pay f to get in the truck, and it was just a stupid amount of money, and it was not worth it just to go, you know, run a few laps down. It just didn't seem worth it. It's like, you know, for the amount that it would have cost to run that truck, we could have ran a quarter season of yeah. models. It's like, yeah. I had a not a similar situation because it wasn't even serious. And <laughs> once I got the numbers, it was insane. But mm. and it was a ridiculous offer. I think I was in street stock or something at the time, so it didn't even make sense. But somebody from Jeb Burton's, you know, hit me up, and they were like, "Hey, man, you can you know potentially get a ride um, in Jeb Burton's late model because he was doing truck series or Xfinity at the time. So his late model was like open, and they were trying to rent it out. Yeah. So they gave me the price, and it was like, oh my god, <laughs> like I could sell." My street style, everything I own, and it wouldn't even, you know what I mean? And even if I would have been like, yeah, I've got the money, that it was still it still would have gone through a review process. And they're like, he's never even driven a late model. This is not happening. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't ever on the brink of happening. But I got at least a number from it because the guy hit me up just asking. I won like 7 out of 12 that year or something. And he was a local guy that reps Jeb Burton. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah, when I heard that number, I was like, oh, my God. It made me <laughs> sweat from my heels. Um, yeah. 
It was insane. But yeah. Um, what about um? So you didn't really do too much Maryland racing. Is there any racetracks up in Maryland? I ran road course. Oh, uh, that's what I did back in the day. So I. In uh, what division? Well, it was, it was called the WKA Gold Cup, and it was a. Uh, you know, you had club, divisional, national. Club was that track, Sandy Hook, that I had talked about. That was where I first started. And actually, it's funny because where I'm about to start building the house, I live on the backside of Sandy Hook Road. So I, I'm literally less than a minute away from the track that I started at. Really? Yeah, when, when I go back to uh, like where I live. And there's another track in Chestertown, Maryland, and then there's another one in West Virginia, Summit Point Raceway, if you know yeah, what that is. I've heard of it. So that's the divisional circuit. And then the national circuit is anywhere from like Indiana to Florida. And, Whoa. you know, it, it was usually like five or six, four, four to six races a year for okay. the national one. But, you know, you went everywhere. I think my first ever national race was actually the in, infield. Which track division is this? This is WKA Gold Cup. It's not what, a series anymore. What is it, though? It's like a legend? Oh, go cards. Go cards. Yeah. 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 Even back, it took me like two whole minutes when you said uh, FPS earlier. I was like, <laughs> oh, first person yeah. shooter. Yeah. yeah. I caught up to you like a minute later and I was distracted. Like, yeah, we passed that already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So you, you do check in on a lot of the UFC. Your Air Doug here, I'm sure you saw the uh, Habib Nurmagomedov versus Conor McGregor fight. Yes. I was uh, I was in Texas when that happened. Yeah. And this I, I saw the end of it. It does, yeah. It like, like when he jumped Habib, off the cage. Yes, yeah. dude. It's so awesome. Uh, <laughs> so when I see that, obviously you can see, though, you got a helmet Hans device even in the silhouette. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, your marketing is genius. And that, <laughs> just taking that name and running with it, did, did you create that name or did people start calling you that right after the incident? I know um, I've touched on this and I keep on going all over the place yeah. on topics. but uh, Somebody tweeted it at me. They're like, you're an idiot if you don't make a T-shirt that says Air Doug. And uh, I was like, that's a great idea. I didn't have the YouTube channel at the time, but I was like, that's a really good idea. So I I told people I was going to do it. And that was what kind of got me into some stuff because I said it like immediately after it happened. And people like, he's saying, are we going to go through the situation? Go for it, dude. All right. Yeah. So we're only at 30 minutes. (laughs) Well, well, I mean, I mean, that way I don't just like, you know, branch off and then it never all comes together. Go for it. Uh, I do it. More than you could think. <laughs> well, w- with this, uh, I, I said that and people really started getting mad at me. Like, oh, you know, t- he was hurt. I'm like, dude, I didn't know this. Yeah, it's I, not like you I actually. I did not know this. Oh, this not only is, that, but you didn't go through the windshield or anything. I did no harm to him. No. He, and Might have uh, broke the windshield. Somebody had told bucks. me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I don't even think I bent the brace because I remember somebody put that on Facebook and they're like, he didn't even bend that like eighth inch <laughs> aluminum. <laughs> yeah. Like, Doug's a featherweight. He's, yeah. you know, he didn't do much damage. Yeah. Well, um, when I was in the air, I, I didn't know what I was going to do. Okay. I wanted to fight and then I got out and I was wrecked against the wall. So I was like, I'm going to jump on his car. Yes. So I thought I was going to like spear like through the glass, like the windshield. I'm like, I'm really going to mess my legs up if I do that. So I was like, that's not a good idea. So that, that's how I got the cannonball at the last second. I, yeah, yeah. I looked out for myself and then I hit it. And then I was like, all right, this is, this is how this is happening. Yeah. And then so, there's people yelling at you yeah. and pulling you off the car and stuff like that. Yeah, but, oh man, it was so big. It's already at what? Like 302,000 views on Facebook. Yeah, it, what is it on, at on everything else? Oh, I don't know. It was, there's a couple more with like a quarter million. And then, uh, some with like seventy to a hundred thousand. I, I haven't like looked at it in a long time, but you know, back then it was it was pretty big. I <laughs> I when I got back to my pits, somebody brought it up to me. It had five thousand views on it, and it already in like ten minutes. Like it couldn't have, it could not have been longer than. 10, oh, 10 I remember minutes. seeing yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, it spread quick. It quick. Yeah, I can't remember what I was doing that night. I was here. I remember when I was here when I saw it, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know you at the time. I, I'd seen your car. I'd seen your success, but. I didn't know, like, I didn't, because even in the thing, in the video, you, I've never even seen your face at that time. Yeah. I didn't even know what you looked at, like, you know <laughs> That's what I mean? what a lot of people said. Yeah. yeah, so then I still didn't know what you looked like. Maybe, obviously, we were friends on Facebook or something like that, but I don't, like, scroll through and, like, creep nah, on Doug. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then so once I saw your, you know, YouTube channel, obviously, you're very personal. And you've got videos of yourself and everything. I was like, oh, yeah. And I realized, I was like, I've never even seen what he looks like because he had the helmet <laughs> on when it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's such an iconic video. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you want to add anything to it? I don't want to cut you off. Uh, he was, well, I was going to start from the beginning. Go for it. All right. So I'll start from the beginning. So pretty much, you know, 
I want to start off by saying too, I don't hate Tyler. I just think he's a bad driver and he's a clown when he's in the race car. And I like, as a guy, he's a cool guy. Like we text during the off, not anymore, but we text during the off season. And, you know, leading up to that season, we were cool. Like we, we had talked and back in 2017, I beat him out for the championship by like three points in 2019. I beat him out for the championship again. And, you know, throughout the season, you're always button heads. You're going to run into each other. I feel like he ran into me a lot more than I ran into him. And, you know, they're kind of that louder crowd. They're on Facebook and everything. And, you know, a lot of my crew is not. So we're not talking all the crap on Facebook and stuff, whereas they are. So when it comes to situations, everybody's like, oh, I'm the bad guy. Just because I don't stick up for myself. I don't, I don't care about that. So, you know, we had been rivals for a long time. And... At the end of the 2019 season, after I beat him out, do you know who T.J. Oshie is? Yes. So do you know how he drinks the beer, like, through his uh, jersey? Uh, a little bit. Well, we, we did that for Tyler's Insta, like, at the end of the season. And then we all – I don't know how it came to be. We were playing drunk football on the front stretch of Dominion after That's the last cool. race of the season. Yeah. And so it was Hughes versus Barnes. And we had, like, our, our guys, like, our buddies. And uh, – you know, we texted throughout the off season. We were cool. We like, I wouldn't say we, yeah, I'd say we were friends. Like we, yeah. we were buddies. And but I knew, you know, come race one, you, we're not going to be friends no more. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work that way with anybody. The people that you're friends with are people that aren't your competition. So the guys in the back are my buddies. So. Yeah. And, you know, first race, uh, we go out there and I dominated the race. And in my one YouTube video back in 2019, Tyler's backup car, intentionally like wrecked himself in front of me and I got put to the back twice because of it and it led to us you know getting him back with my brother and you know that was a big fight at the end of the night yeah I remember it's that there's a, a whole whole video on my channel um well I had the race just about one there was four to go um I had like a five car length lead over him and then sellers and I'm coming up on you know his, his car owner his his lap car that's why I call him Paul Green and he's side by side with another lap car for you know, half straight away, I'm like, dude, what is going on? And the, and the guy that was besides is, is not that fast. Like this car is way faster than that. He out qualified him by a few yeah. times. I'm like, dude, you. I he's see making what's the coming. Car yeah. So then he gets in line. I'm like, thank God, he's gonna get out the way. So then you know, as a lap car, it's your job to stay on the bottom of the track. Stay down there. Yes. We're gonna come around you. Yeah. Cuts down in front of me as I'm passing him because he wouldn't get out the way. So I passed him on the inside. Rip my right front off. Caution comes out. And uh, I, luckily, they saw this one. They didn't penalize me. And I'm like, on the radio, I'm like, man, like, what's going on? We got any damage? We had a really bad right front rub. And we go back racing, green, white, checkered, and we get to the white flag. And we're coming to the white flag, excuse me. And Tyler drives through me going into three. And yeah. just about, like, I'm almost in the wall. And you know how wide Dominion is. Like, I'm almost in the wall through three and four. Caution came out. He had passed me. I went back to fifth. But it was before the flag, so I won the race because I got my spot back. And so I won the race, and, you know, our little friendship was completely over after that. And mm. I, I went in the interview, and I just talked all the trash in the world. I'm like, dude, I, I can't stand, like, how, how fake he is and stuff. And, you know, it's 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 annoying that, that you know, you're going to – we talk to each other all season. Yeah, yeah. Or all off season, and, you know – I wouldn't say that you got to race somebody clean. So you talk to them and stuff and, and your buddies, but, dude, you know – Race others the way you want to be raced. Yes. So I was determined at that point. I'm like, you know, he's going to get moved next time. Yeah. So next race, I, I knocked him out the way. And then we didn't really race around each other because we had like Looney and Morris and, uh, and well, Heavy maybe hitters. maybe Philip Morris wasn't there at this time because um, he had his stuff going on. Uh, but, you know, Peyton and, and Looney were there. So we're running third and fourth on a restart. And he says that I came up into him coming up out of the corner. But there was a video – uh, I wish I could like show you guys right now, but there's a video where like he really pins me down and we just like, kind of touch and he shoots into the wall and you know, he, now he's behind me and he comes down across Davy Callahan and he makes up two full car lengths going in the turn Driving one, down the corner. kills me. I get, it's before I, I like, I mean, I was braking, but it was not to the point where it's like you're at your slowest point yet. He jacks the rear end up, completely spin around. I pancake the outside wall. I didn't have a brace inside the car on the steering column, so my knee just killed it. And then the, I think the rear hit first and then the front hit. So then the, when the front hit, my knee hit again. Car totally demolished. Yeah, destroyed. That car has not, other than the steering wheel, that car has not been touched. Jeez. And it's killed. So, you know, it's uh, protocol that if you don't, 
if you can't finish the race or if you can't drive a car back to the pitch, you got to take a ride in the ambulance. And, and Chase is like, you're all right? Chase, my crew chief and my spotter. He's like, you're all right? I'm like, man, I can't feel my leg. I was like, you know, get the ambulance out here. Make sure I'm okay. And I didn't think I was dying or nothing like that. Just to be safe because I've had injuries before. And uh, he's like, you said I can cuss, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to cuss already. Yeah, I, I already did. I already did like <laughs> yeah. four times. Dude. Well, he's like, fucking eight car wrecked us again. And I look up and Tyler Hughes is sitting up against the wall in front of me. Facing out, you. Facing me. I'm like this mother <sighs> yeah pretty much and so i put down the window net and i was up against the wall so i got out on top of the wall and like i had said earlier first thing i was thinking i'm like dude i'm gonna like beat the hell out of this yeah. guy that was the I'm first do a thing flying elbow yeah, drop through the goddamn because the car that i'm running now was my new car and it wasn't done yet so that last car that i had was a really good car and we were going to continue running that until this one was ready but now we had to get this one ready because of that but Besides that, I get out, I'm on the wall. Just six digits, no big deal. You know, it's like just yeah. obliterated in one corner. Yeah. I would have jumped through the driver's side window, but not really. Either yeah. way, keep going, sorry. But I uh, got out the car. Know, got out the car, I'm on top of the wall. I'm like, you know, what am I going to do now? And then I just, you know, like a it rage. It happened quick. It happened quick. It was within seconds of happening. It could not, it could not have been longer than 15 seconds after I just got my car destroyed. And that's what people don't understand. It's like, how could you not sit there and like, you know, have a whole podcast about what my thoughts and feelings yeah. are going to be about the situation? It just happened. You yeah. are not in my shoes. You don't know what it takes to, to be a race car driver and stuff. And, it, you know, you like you do. But, you know, some dude on Twitter that goes to the races doesn't. Just because you get excited because your guy's doing good doesn't mean you know what it's like to be in the seat. Maybe, but yeah. that's a whole different thing. And so I, I ran. I just jumped on the windshield. And like I said, the thing about my legs, I tucked them at the last second. I hit it. And then somebody like had me in a headlock, drug me off the car. They were holding me on the ground. I had the Hans device and the helmet on, so I wasn't like being choked out or nothing. They were just holding me. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, get the fuck off me. Get the fuck off me. And I'm just like screaming at them. And then they, they let me go. And then, you know, I'm not really one for violence, which is why this is, you know, I watch it back sometimes. And I'm like, I really did that, huh? <laughs> like, yeah, wow. Yeah, so it, doesn't, yeah, yeah. it doesn't seem like something I would do. But, you know, you also can't be like a little bitch. You can't get pushed around all the time. Not at all. So then some old guy walks on the track and he's not that old but you know he's older than me and he's like why don't you go jump on somebody else's car motherfucker and i turn around i told him i would knock his teeth down his throat if he ever spoke to me again i have not seen that guy since <laughs> and, line ever. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then everybody in the infield that's the hughes camp we were pitted down at three and four this happened in one and two and you know all of his like butt buddies are standing around there just like you know yelling it's like fuck doug you're an idiot doug you're an idiot in the yeah. video when i told that guy that i was gonna knock his teeth down his throat you just hear some guy in the background just screaming doug you're an idiot yeah and <laughs> you I, fucking idiot yeah or something like and that it's, it's like, like 30 clear. 30 40 people saying it. and for a second i'm like what if that wasn't his fault <laughs> i was like <laughs> what if i just did that and that was not his fault yeah, at all yeah. and then i saw the wreck and i'm like okay i I wouldn't do it again, but you know, it's yeah. somewhat justified. And then I, uh, like I said about my knee, well, the adrenaline took over and, uh, didn't feel it. And like I said, we were pitted down in turns three and four. So my crew wasn't there at all. They were coming, they were running. My, my buddy Stevie was on his I've way been out. In that situation yep. before. It's like, the, it's like, uh, in baseball when the fight breaks out and the bullpen's running. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, you're, you're trapped in a car though. Yeah. Yeah. You have seatbelts on, and now there you see a crew of guys coming at you that you know are very upset. Yeah. You, I guess, were outside of the car. I, I started. It. I've they had it happen when they me. swore me when no, I was outside the car. No, I've been in that situation like, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Bad. People, yeah. So all these people still just, you know, giving me hell. And uh, Stevie gets to me. He's like, he's like, you good, man? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And then at that moment, as I said, it was, it was almost like comical the way it happened. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. My leg, I could not... Really? Like walk. I'm like, man, I cannot limp in front of these people. What's that noise? I have no idea. It might sorry. be rain. It was about the rain. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, my leg hurts. I'm like, don't limp in front of these people. I'm like, don't <laughs> limp. So I like sucked it up and I got back and my knees like. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this is not. This Dang. is not good. Um, have you ever told anybody this? Yeah. Publicly, yeah, yeah, I've said this okay. multiple times. And. Uh, <laughs> so I get back there and my, my dad's like, what happened? Like everybody is saying like some wild <laughs> stuff happened. And, uh, cause he's they like, I was on the shitter. It's like, dad, <laughs> you haven't well, even seen the video at least. Dad? Yeah. Well, this is before it came out. Okay. And, uh, then somebody, I think it was like a modified, uh, driver came over and he showed me the video. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. That's that was, uh, that was my reaction of it. And then Tyler's car came by on a flatbed and I showed him, I'm like, I jumped on that. And yeah. he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, like jumped I, I jumped on the, car. on the car. He's like, why'd you jump on the car? I'm like, 
dude, like I, he hadn't seen our car yet. He didn't realize that when I said that car was killed, that car was killed. Oh, the, it, the it whole right front wheel came destroyed. off of it. It was destroyed. Or something. I mean, it was yeah. laying on the track. It was yeah. bad. It was, it was hard. That was bad. the hardest wreck I've, I've ever had. And, uh, he's like, Oh, okay. And there's a picture I took and I put on my Snapchat after that. And it was before I had like a lot of people on Snapchat because of this. And it was like, shout out Hughes. And it's like, you know, my car sitting there, the rear clip is like this, the motor is like this. And you know, even the center of that section was messed up. It's just, just, it was a hard lick. You know, those walls are not a safer barrier. Those are two foot thick concrete barriers. What's up with your, uh, speaking of Snapchat, what's up with your Snapchat bitmoji? It's like got a top hat. <laughs> I didn't okay. see, I, I was friends with you on yeah. Snapchat too. And I'm like, Wait a second. I'm friends with this guy on Snapchat. I didn't even know because I never like send you snaps or anything like that. And you yeah. don't, you don't like do much stories, do you? Yeah, Maybe you do. not really. I'm I used to. I used to have somebody run my run my before I did vlogs. Holy I used shit. to have somebody run my story, and they okay. would post updates. It used to be Andrew Fuller. He would post things throughout the okay, uh, cool. the night. But yeah, I don't, what is it? It's a. It's like a guy with a top hat and a magic wand. Oh, I'll tell. I'll tell you. Uh, okay, after, after we're off. Okay, this, yeah. yeah, I like um, that. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of spicy. Yeah. Extra it's not so much the thing. It's what he's doing. Um, uh, so where were we at with the situation? So, well, the yeah. car was junked. You rode by. You told your dad, like, I jumped on that car. Yeah, and then that's when the video came out, and then people were showing me, and, you know, I stayed at the track for the rest of the night because we couldn't get that car in the trailer. And <laughs> so we finally got it in, and, you know, everybody around me on my side of the pits, like, it was hilarious. Everybody thought it was so funny. I thought it was funny. And, you know, yeah. and I was, like, you know, crying on the inside because I just lost my car. But, you know, I, I wouldn't say I took a positive out of it, but, you know, now it might be a positive, but... You know, oh, I wouldn't have that cool koozie, so I took a positive out of it. Yeah. Sorry, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, that was the initial reaction. Was that it was funny? It's like I can't believe this guy did that. I yeah, mean, that's insane. And it reminded everybody of uh, Michael Simcoe back mm -hmm. in the day. I don't remember yeah, that. He, he was uh, he was another driver, and he jumped through uh, somebody's car mm -hmm. back, way back in the day. And funny story, I actually ran for his cousin um, in the Pro Cup series. Really? So came full circle. Yeah. And uh, you know, so. I, then on Twitter, it was funny, and I took a nap on the way home, and when I woke up, it was not funny no more. <laughs> Suddenly, Tyler was hurt, and I didn't know this, mm. and I, I sent Tyler a text that night, you know, outside of being, like, furious with him, I just destroyed my car. Once, I, know, I'm like, hey, man, I was like, because I figured we'd both be at the track again, racing against each other soon. It's what always happens. He's wrecked me before. We're always back at it. I'm like, hey, man, I got some word that you're hurt. Um... You know, what I did might not have been the smartest thing in the world. I'm like, I'm not sure what exactly you did to put us both in that situation. This is me ad libbing. I can't remember exactly what I said. Yeah. Um, but I pretty much told him, I'm like, you know, I hope you're well. We'll keep our stuff on the track. Make sure you're, like, healthy. Yeah. You know, worry about Most that. Most important thing. And, you know, that's what – even regardless of how much I dislike somebody, I don't ever want to see somebody get hurt. And we uh, – never. he never responded, obviously. And they started talking all the trash on social media, and quickly everything turned. And before Monday, Monday was Doomsday. That was when I got suspended by NASCAR. I got a thousand dollar fine and a year of probation. And <laughs> this is when everything was like really bad. The video was at a quarter million views. Everybody in, the, in there is saying like, you know, you need to be gone. Like he needs Perma to be out of racing. Perm, in, yeah, in my hats and words. Yeah, so like I said earlier, I don't want to be part of like that loud crowd. Like I, I talk some trash on Facebook and or not Facebook, but like on Twitter and stuff. And if you say something to me, I'll probably say something back, you know, in a joking way. But it's not yeah. like you will never make me butthurt about something. I, I don't care what these people say. And we, uh, you know, I told my crew and my friends, I'm like, you know, just don't reply to it. Don't give in. And then we kind of had to a little bit because when people were telling me like if I went to the track, they were going to shoot me. I was like. Wow, yeah. so you were getting death threats. I was getting death threats, yeah. But it was Jesus, by burner, burner accounts with like three followers. and Still, though. It's yeah. scary stuff. Yeah, I, I guess. but That's when you know you've made it when you're getting death threats. <laughs> scary world we you live know, in. I'm a big racing fan, but, dude, I don't care that much. I'm not going to threaten to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you wrecked me, I'm not going to threaten to kill you. Yeah. So everything went bad. Might knock your teeth down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder who that guy was. I don't know who it was. I don't know. He still yeah. got all of his teeth, though, and he's happy about yeah. it. Yeah, he didn't talk to me. So, and I'm, um, a, I'm a lover, not a fighter for the most part. So, Well, that brings me to another point. Maybe we'll go for full circle with the, uh, the Snapchat thing with the black hat. Mm -hmm. In uh, Dinah's words, love him or hate him, his YouTube channel is great. Doug Barnes or Air Doug, whatever. Are you uh, – that's all good. Are you – do you consider that you wear the black hat? Do you, are you comfortable wearing the black hat? 
You're a nice guy. We've had. I don't yeah. think you wear the black hat, but I know you from the outside. People that don't know you, yeah, I'm that a just bad see guy. that video, they would think that. But do you wear that? I'm a Kyle Busch fan, so you're not going to offend me. Yeah, I, I see. You know, I strive towards those people. And I love it, even though I may not be like that. But um, I'm a huge fan of it of people that just own it. Yeah. So, um, are you okay with you know wearing the black hat instead of the white one? Do you own it, or is it just speculation? And that's kind of what's been put on you because I. I won't go out of my way to change your mind. Like I said, I don't care what these people say. Like I, I care, I care somewhat about like what my peers say, like, you know, what other drivers and stuff like I yeah, care about their opinion. I want them to respect me. Cause yeah. you know, that's how you get races with respect is by earning it. So they respect me. That's what matters. You know, the people around me, they like me, uh, my friends, my family, my girlfriend, and it's just these random people that don't like me. So, you know, the fact that they know my name is enough. Like it doesn't matter. I'm not going to try and change their opinion. Like I guarantee you if any one of those people came up to me, we'd have a conversation. You know, it'd be normal, yeah. Yeah, they would not come up to my face and say the stuff that they're going to say on Twitter. It's yeah. not like that. And I'm not going to you know, sit there and fight with you over this. If you're going to think bad of me, you can think bad of me. You don't know me. And yeah. that was, it was kind of difficult when you know, every day you're getting hundreds and hundreds of negative things said about Death you. Threats. But yeah. I feel like in a way that almost like thickened my skin because I'm like, you know, I'm still racing and y'all are still bitching. Like yes. you're on Twitter and I'm in a race car. It doesn't matter what you say. Yeah. And with, with NASCAR, even NASCAR understood it. I got unsuspended. I got it. Like <laughs> I got it appealed and that never happens. You don't appeal stuff in NASCAR. It doesn't yeah. work that way. And, uh, I got it appealed. I got my probation extended. So I'm still on probation until the end of this year. So I won't be jumping on anybody until at least 2022. And that's why I scheduled this for now. <laughs> yeah. So let me get Doug in before his the probation's pre- over. So he didn't jump on me and crush my damn ribs. Yeah. Um, but, and, and I still had to pay the fine, but, uh, damn it. people were not, yeah, no, Pe- people were not happy <laughs> that I got, <laughs> people were not, well, it was something when I just had to pay for a brand new race car. So, yes. um, people weren't happy that I got unsuspended and we were like, Oh, we'll run the car store race. Kind of like what we just did this past week. We're like, Oh, we're going to run it. And then we didn't wind up running it cause the car wasn't ready. We didn't have the rear end. This I past was wondering time. what happened there. Yeah. So we, we didn't get the rear end back until like 8am on Friday morning and we were wow. supposed to be there at like one. So, okay. Um, so speaking of Tyler Hughes or just your competitors in general, let's talk a little bit about your competitors now. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hughes isn't in a car anymore, but He's well, got backing, or he's backing some other cars and stuff. Yeah, um, he works on um, on the 19 of uh, Stottlemyre. He works on his car. And then he crew chief uh, crew chiefs for the 05 of Mason Bailey. But, oh, yeah. You know, another thing with that whole incident is I cannot say this 100%, but from what I've heard, the reason that Tyler is not racing is because of that incident. His uh, car owner saw it as his fault. He took his right away. Mm-hmm. And... I, again, I can't say that's 100% true, but I've heard that from like three different people. And I'll he's, speculate he's not with a race, you. Yeah, he's, not, he's not in a race car, so yeah. it makes sense, and it was his fault. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I know Mason Bailey well. He's been on the show before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He, uh, he's got – I'm just – hey, I'm just throwing this out there. Your car didn't really have the color <clears> scheme for it, but there's two Turn Left podcast stickers on his car on the B pillar if you look. So, I mean, that's up to you if you want to try to, you know, become my favorite late model driver at Dominion. But I'm just saying he's got them on there. Like I said, yours, his car already has yellow, so it kind of blends in. Yours, yeah, it might kind of ruin the whole bit. car. Yeah. <laughs> Pop a little bit. Your sponsors are calling you like, uh, I don't know. What is that yellow dot? Or Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but no, Mason's cool. Um, I've only talked to him like once or twice. But we actually, at the second race of the year, we went head to head for a win. I and, was there. Uh, yeah, he could have easily wrecked me, and he didn't. And to be honest, because I thought that he was Tyler's guy, I'm like, I'm going to get wrecked. <laughs> I well, thought, that was before I thought you was, knew him. I was like, yeah. wreck him! Or before I knew you. Yeah. No, I was <laughs> I say, uh, Tina was there, too, with me. And uh, no, it was a good race. And that yeah. was the first one that I went to this year. Mm. And um, obviously, at the time, I was rooting for Mason Bailey. I wouldn't tell him to wreck you. But um, that was a good race. And I was, yeah, it was. I was just happy that it was that good of a race, and it was clean, and yeah, nothing nobody wrecked, crazy so. happened. Yeah. Uh, even though that would have been good too, but <laughs> not for me. Doug's still on probation, so yeah, <laughs> gonna have to wait. I would have got wrecked and had to walk away. That's no fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Um, so you said you do listen to podcasts, mostly Joe Rogan, and you know every episode of Turn Left Podcast, of course. But yeah, um, I did watch uh, part of the one with uh, Alex Alex Brock. Well, that had bad audio. That's why we're here now. Oh, did it? Okay. Well, well, I'll, I'll explain to you after if we have time. Okay, I don't want to. I bore everybody with the audio <laughs> issues. Um, 
So yeah, and, and uh, Davey too. He's been on the show. He's obviously been doing well. He's got a couple wins this year. Um, have you met him? Talked to him? Who's yeah. your? Yeah, Davey's my buddy. Maybe this is the question I'm getting to, which I like both those guys. So don't answer with them. Who's your biggest rival now that Tyler Hughes isn't in a car? Um, it's a bad time. Sorry, my mouth is really dry. Go for it. No, no, no. Um, but I, I was thinking about this because I didn't really think that you had any other beef with any other guys, other than maybe him. Like everybody <laughs> looks at you as the black hat guy, even though you really only had beef with the one guy that yeah, I know. He of. had beef with everybody. So yeah. So it's like yeah. it's not like Doug goes around wrecking everybody every week. Yeah. So it's not really you, and, you know. It's just a bad situation and a yeah. viral video that gives you that. If but. if people pay attention to the situation, they 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 get what goes on. Um, you know, I don't really have anybody that is out there to get me. I'm not out there to get anybody. But dude, I hate losing to Peyton Sellers more than anything <laughs> in the world. I cannot stand it. I can't stand it, and that's the reason why we're working so hard right now is because we're losing to him. We we had him in the first half, and now we're you know getting our ass whooped by him. And that's not, I don't Acceptable. care. I don't care that it's Peyton. Uh, like, I respect Peyton Sellers a ton. Yeah, which, you have to. Yeah, you have to, or you will I was get saying, crushed. This is a good problem to have for most people, but. Yes. So I respect him, and I like Peyton. He's a, he's a nice guy. And me and Peyton, Peyton, the reason I respect Peyton is because we can run, a, you know, like a qualifying lap on lap 100, and neither one of us are going to wreck. He's not yeah. going to wreck me. I'm not going to wreck him. It'll be a hard race, and you know that somebody might be upset at the end of it, but yeah. nobody's going to be coming back on a rollback. And I, I do respect him for that, but I hate losing to him. I hate losing to that Orange 26 so much. And, you know, last year we really had everybody killed for like six straight races. And some stuff would happen every time that knocked us out of the way. And then we beat Peyton in that $10,000 race in the 200 lapper. We beat him. It was just us two. And that was the best win of my career just because it was over Peyton. And, uh, you know, you show up to the track knowing who you got to beat, and it's yeah. Peyton. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask you what your favorite win was earlier, but I totally forgot. Win, uh, losing to Peyton, obviously, is, for one, easy to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, two, it's easy. high level expectations for somebody, you know, that most people would never dream of, but you're obviously a great driver. Would I ask this to some of the high level competitors that I have on here that even would even be on the level of Peyton Sellers like yourself. Do you hate losing more than you love winning? Yes. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. One million percent because it sucks. You, it's a, you know, it sucks. It's terrible. It's a good thing. Yeah. Because especially, you know, with the way we race like every other week, I got to sit on that for two weeks, especially if you lose a close one. Those are, you know, the worst ones. And, uh, you know, you win and you're comfortable and being comfortable is not a good feeling. Like I, I like the feeling of when we first cross the stripe and by the time that we're going home, I'm like, you've lost it. Like we've got to, we have work to do because yeah. we won the first race by like half track. Yeah. And you know, we won the second race too, but I guarantee you that, we worked hard, but I guarantee you after getting your ass whooped by half track, everybody else was in the shop working harder than us, and they caught up. Yeah. And, I mean, it sucks to say because we, we work hard, but. Yeah, I, it's uh, not like y'all were just sitting on <laughs> the yeah, couch. Yeah, we weren't just doing cream. nothing, yeah. but, um, you know, I. You're just that, yeah. that competitive nature is in you is yeah. undeniable. That's how I feel right now because, you know, we haven't won in like a month. So it's. I can't know. even imagine that desire on the level that you're in. I had that type of, you know ambition but in many stock street stock stuff like mm -hmm. that so it's like i feel like my world's gonna end if i don't win this you know street that's stock how mini stock be. race that's how i've treated every level of racing yeah. and, and you know that's I, I don't think you belong in a race car if you don't and you i mean that's not true you can do whatever you want but you know you're not going to be a successful driver if you don't have the desire to win if you don't go out there and think you know i will do whatever it takes to win like you can that. be in a race car, but don't drive it. Just sit in it. Yeah, yeah. just take sit some in pictures a garage. or something. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Do the meet and greet. Well, I think that's good. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, maybe we'll uh, close off on that. Um, do you have anything else you want to say or any sponsors you want to plug or anything like that? Obviously, your YouTube channel is Air Doug. Go subscribe to that. Yep. Subscribe to this one, obviously. Um, this episode <clears throat> will be – well, they'll, they'll, by the time they're seeing this, it'll be uploaded. So. Yeah. Um, but any sponsors you want to shout um, out? Well, just uh, our company, Barnes Paving, and then um, Jones Junction. Uh, they're coming on and helping main us sponsor. a lot. Yeah, they're the main sponsor now. So we got them on the card last week, this week, and then we'll have them on the card for a while. And then outside of that, just, yeah, the YouTube channel. Because I feel like we are really producing uh, high-level content. High content. Yeah, and it's only getting better. 
And it doesn't seem to really matter what we talked about earlier. It doesn't seem to matter where the finishes are. The the videos are getting better regardless. And I feel like it's only a matter of time until it hits the, you know, either the right person or the right crowd. And then it's, you know, up from there. Yeah. So. I don't know how it can get better. I'm just that <laughs> technologically uh, not advanced. I just don't understand how you could do more. But I guess mm. you could just do more filming and then more editing <clears throat> and you could just make it. Yeah. Just even, I don't know. It's always You'd be possible. surprised how much like... It'd be one o'clock in the morning and I'm looking up how to do a certain transition for a millisecond in the video. But if I don't add it, then I, whenever I watch the video back, I remember yeah. that one oh. second. I'm like, I should have did that, man. I'm like, come God. on. Come well, that's on. good too. That's, that's, that's competitive drive and you wanting yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I know. Cause I messaged you a couple times about the show, at like 1230 and you messaged me back. I'm like, damn, this kid's up. Yeah. <laughs> Probably editing 30 hour video or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I appreciate you coming out. All the way. You're the first out-of-state guest, even though you were down at Dominion already. Yeah. But um, it's still an hour drive. So yeah, hour drive. Appreciate it, dude. And uh, if you ever want to come back on, just let us know. Um, if anybody asks, this is on Apple Podcasts and Spotify too. If any of your friends ask or anything. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, and on the Apple Podcasts and Spotify, give us a review because I don't have any yet. <laughs> um. But yeah, don't forget to subscribe to Air Doug and obviously this channel, Turn Life Podcast. And um, thanks again for coming out, dude. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, good for luck sure. tomorrow. Thank you.